Hello everyone and welcome to Just What You Never Expected or Just Wine as I like to call it. My name is Ro and here on the show we highlight the perspectives, the experiences, travel adventures and becoming of this atypical Jamaican Canadian American girl. Yes, I'm talking about yours truly. I'm excited about this journey with you. It'll be a great ride. I promise. Whether you're 15, 18, 25, 30, 45, we are either starting the dating game, we're continuing, or we're jumping back into it. Growing up as a young girl, there are some things I wish, I I wish I was told or I knew about men and dating before I actually got into the game. And even years later, after being out of the game for some time, you will still want to jump in on a convo like this. It's what your mama never told you about dating. Ladies, this one is for you. Well, get that glass of wine if you're ready. Sit back, relax. You're in for a real treat. Happy Wednesday, everybody, and welcome to Just Wine Wednesdays when a new episode of the Just Wine podcast drops each and every Wednesday for your listening pleasure. We are talking about the things all girls need to know before dating and as well for those who've been out of the game for some time and have re-entered you know there are some really important conversations us girls have never had with our parents or otherwise and maybe they tried and failed maybe we blocked it out we don't remember but here today in this episode we are talking about what your mama never told you about dating Today we're going through the top 15 things every woman should know about herself, about dating, before getting locked down with that one guy. You must know your type, ma'am. And this is difficult to know without getting to know people. You know what I mean? When I was growing up, the advice I got for dating was dating groups and get married. (laughs) And, you know, on TV, you see teens and even tweens having these conversations about dating at 13 years old, 14 years old. Man, my family wasn't having that. They weren't having that at all. I never got any intel as to what age it is or it was that I would I would be able to start dating. (laughs) It was probably the age when you were under your own roof. And I think. I had to just jump in and not attract too much attention to myself while while doing it. And truth be told, that's the really the that's really the only way to start understanding what is actually good for you and a partner. What you like, what you don't like for the most part. You can make your list all day and you can talk about your wants all night. Uh but the only way to do it is just to get acquainted, get acquainted with different people. It will teach you different things about yourselves, your needs, your wants, which leads me to my next point, which is mass dating. And I know a lot of people are going to say, I don't know, Rochelle, mass dating, never put all your eggs in one basket, diversify, you can't have just one. And when you're dating, don't be exclusive with any one person. That's for relationships. If you're dating, you're dating. If you're in a relationship, you're in a relationship. It may sound some type of way and, you know, it may put you a bit off by hearing this. 
but only because we've been conditioned to class women as whores or hoes. Uh, if she dates multiple guys, our fellow counterparts, they don't get the same stylings. I've heard the saying something to the effect of a lady can't do the things a man does and still remain a lady. And I'm sure we can bet which of the species would have come up with that one. I won't even touch this, but it certainly doesn't apply in this case. Dating is getting to know someone for the purpose of an intimate relationship. If you exclusively date everyone and say it takes about mm, three to six months to determine if you want to get into a relationship with this dude, right? You literally limit yourself to as little as two guys in one year. And and say none of them materialize. Say it doesn't work out. You know, you dated this one for, you know, about six months and eh, it didn't work out. It fizzled, whatever, saw warning signs everything went off and you change your mind you met someone else and dated for another five six months and decided that wasn't going to work either then what and here you are going into year after next starting over again so why are we doing that date as many people as possible simultaneously no one is telling you to meet the family or introduce yours No one is saying to jump into bed or move in. Just get to know them and start eliminating. Number three, ladies, rejection is a part of the game. Never fear telling the truth. What one man doesn't want, there are five others waiting to get that. So always give your truth and allow him to accept that or walk. It's never a good idea to start off a relationship with a lie or an untruth. And it's also harder to recover from a lie that has been found out later than a truth told up front that's difficult to hear. So learn to accept that it's okay if someone is not into you, if they can't handle what you offer. And it doesn't mean that you aren't amazing or you're not worth it. Think about it. Do you like and want to be with every handsome, every cute, every hot guy that you see or that you know? Absolutely not. So why should all guys feel that way about you? Or is it just the ones that you want to feel that way about you? Well, as they say, get your big girl panty on and man up. It's going to be okay. I promise it's going to be okay. Number four, first things first, get to know yourself. This may, this actually probably should have been number one, but get to know yourself and enjoy your company before And while dating, we can become so obsessed with wanting to be liked by a guy, paying attention to what he enjoys, looking at how he responds to different things, making a mental note. We don't even realize these things about our own selves. It's great being noticed. It's great being noticed and realizing that someone is paying attention to you and they're learning about you. But you should know these things about yourself as well. So as you're going through paying attention to him and his interests and his likes and what he responds to, you need to make a note of that for yourself. Number five, don't force a vibe. If you're not feeling it, it's not worth it. Follow your gut instincts. Now, ladies, you know we have that sixth sense. It never leads us astray, but we often rationalize it away to our own dismay, right? 
Listen, energy is real. And sometimes you can see the the offness in a situation without even opening your eyes. You just feel it or you sense it. Now, I'm not saying to let these feelings dominate your life, but pay attention to them because they're very instrumental and, 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 and they're, they're very insightful. And I feel like if we give more credit to some of these intuitions that we have with respect to relationships, it might prevent us from some unneeded heartbreak. Ladies, number six, number six is your get vex money. Nowadays, most people drive to meet their date. Pickups don't really happen as much as they used to. But I'm from the school or the time period where a girl often got picked up. So we had to have what we call in Jamaica, get vex money. Because if you got upset and suddenly didn't want to ride with this man anymore that picked you up, or he was a complete toad and left you on the road and you need to get home or you need to get somewhere, you would have this get vex money. And this get vex money you would use to get yourself a cab, get on the train, the bus, call a friend, whatever. But this get vex money will get you home. Now we have Uber, we have Lyft for that as long as your phone is alive, you'll be good. But also it's about being smart, especially when you're dating new people. Let someone know where you'll be. Share the location, share the place. What's his name? Text his name to someone. Silently take a picture of that license plate when he pulls up. Something just in case you never know. We're officially living in the land of the crazies here, people. Have your get vex money. Have your plan just in case shit hits the fan. And this brings me to number seven, who you may have called if you didn't have any get vex money. And that's your friend. Never, ever, 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 ever kick your friends to the curb for a man. You will need their support when it doesn't work out. <laughs> Enough said, that's it. The end on this topic. Number eight, a relationship doesn't make you whole. It should challenge, it should encourage you to be better or the best version of yourself that you can be. But don't get too worked up on that because it's the best practice of all relationships. That's the nature of all healthy relationships, I should say. They should encourage you, they should challenge you for the better. Number nine, pay attention to the way he treats random Joes, Jose, Nancy, Jane, Uncle Ben, family, his friends, your friends, his mama. How does he treat people that are rude to him? And especially, how does he respond to that? And how does he respond when he thinks he has no audience? Important things to know. You'll know what matters to you, but is he short? Is he nasty? And I mean, I, I don't mean physically short. Is he short-tempered? Is he, is he a nasty person? Is he mean? Is he confrontational? Does he embarrass people? Or is he gracious? You'll want to know, trust me, because the person who ends up spending the most time with him will undoubtedly get the brunt of those worst moments. And you'll want to know what they are to try to expect. I mean, you won't be able to expect all and anticipate all. But you can get some good indications as to what and how things might go down. And this brings me to number 10, which is actions 
speak louder than words. We all know the saying. I'm sure we all do. We've heard it before. And what does it mean? Exactly that. When people show you who they are, believe them. Says one of my dearest friends and mentor, Maya Angelou, God rest her soul. By the way, shameless plug. (laughs) I feel like she's family. Shameless plug. But she has written one of the best autobiographical series I've ever read. Very real, very inspiring, very thought-provoking, and life-changing. Maya is saying, accept the truth that you notice in the behaviors of people around you. Sometimes the guy who's more expressive verbally and who has this je ne sais quoi or this way with words, sometimes they tend to get more of our time and our attention as women because you know, the way they're able to express and articulate themselves, it it feels good to us. We yearn for that. We want that. But don't sleep on the behavior piece. I am a firm believer that your lips can lie forever, but your body cannot. And yes, there are the ones that are all over you physically. They want to hold hands, kiss you often, etc, etc. But you know, it's It's their way of trying to put in to get the expected return, right? (laughs) The game, their game is quite obvious. That's neither here nor there. I'm not even talking about them. But I'm weird in that one of the things that really get me going is is deep, thought-provoking, raw, meaningful, just intimate conversation. I find it very stimulating and exciting. Don't judge me, please. But this... This can be a trap because some men, you know, are really good talkers. They're great talkers and they have a lot of experience. They've studied women at Life University for how many years and they have the PhD. It's it's hard getting around them, but, you know, it's possible. And number 11, what's his freaky frequency? Does it align with yours? So freaky frequency is, you know, you can imagine what I'm talking about. Everybody has a freaky side frequency, like the length or the extent of that. So how do you guys match up on the freaky level? Well, here's this story. One of my best girlfriends, um, she always said, when it comes to sex, my man, he must work downtown. You following me? All right. So (laughs) in fact, she said it's a requirement. So She would always have the conversation up front. And if that man lived uptown and never goes downtown, I would trust and believe he can forget any hope at any chance of anything with her. That was strictly her policy. That was a part of her freaky frequency. And he either measures up based on her requirements and her standards or she keeps it moving. Align your freaky frequency. Number 12, ladies, learn about his positions. I mean, on issues, get your mind out of the gutter. (laughs) What does he think or how does he feel about poverty and social issues, about education, about children? Does he want children? Would he adopt? Oh, what if the two of you couldn't conceive? Would he consider IVF? What values are important for him to share with children, with his children? Holidays. Is he a Grinch while you're one of Santa's little helpers? Is he into Halloween when you want nothing to do with that holiday? Where would you spend your holidays? Family? Home? Travel? Does he mind going away during holidays? 
What about PDA? Public displays of affection. Will he act like you're his sibling on the street or will he love on you? What about giving back? Charity. Is it important for him to give back to the community to help? And how about fitness? How does he eat? Does he take care of himself? Does he work out? Will you likely outlive him considering his habits? Important things to know. What about counseling? How does he feel about it? Would he consider going if you're having trouble? Would he consider going just in general for himself? And what about the COVID vaccine? Now, real talk, homes are being divided on this issue. It's creating a lot of tension between members of immediate families even and extended family. So how does he feel about that? What about money? Is he a saver, a spender, an investor? How about you? How do you match? How do you clash? It's important to know. What is his temperament like? Now, this one is especially important one for me. Most people who know me closely, they know this because, you know, I, I talk about it. Is he happy-go-lucky? Nothing bothers him? Maybe he's a little quick-tempered and loud? I don't know. Ask him. What does he have to say about what he thinks his temperament is like? Does he feel like he's in control or not? Let me tell you, I don't yell very often. I'm not a yeller. Maybe I'm averaging a good yell <laughs> once every three years. At least this is at people. I might be working away on my podcast or doing something at home and yell out in frustration, but I never yell at people. <laughs> so let me just put that disclaimer there. I yell, but I don't yell at people. So once every three years, I may get into something that will have me raise my voice at someone. Very, very rare. I've been very conscious of trying to also stay away from dating high-tempered individuals because as a young girl, I witnessed this man beating his wife to a pulp. I mean, to a pulp, to the point where blood was drawn. And I saw this as a little girl and, you know, I'm, you know, 25 now <laughs> and it still bothers me and it's still very vivid in my mind it's affected me and I vowed never to ever get there and I I, I I know that you know there's some things we are just not in control of but I said this was so scary and so traumatic for me it was so upsetting and it stuck with me all these years there's no way I can get into that situation I remember years ago, shortly after completing uh, initial training to become a flight attendant, my cousin Michelle, she and I, shout out to my cousin. Well, we left my graduation and we were catching a flight to New York. And the guy that checked us in at the ticket counter was so cute. He was actually um, not that <laughs> hot in retrospect. But any anyway, he was cool. You know, we flirted a bit and the first and only time I've ever solicited a guy in my entire life was on that day. And, you know, Ro handed him her number on a piece of paper and told him to call. And, you know, I was feeling quite liberated. I was like, OK, all right. This is what men do all day. I can do this. Never did it again. Uh, he did call, though, and he didn't have me sweating. He called right away. And we talked for a while. You know, we we're vibing. Uh, he wanted to move a little faster and... You know, I wasn't allowing that. And I started noticing that he got rather irritated and upset quite easily. 
simplest things, the simplest of things, he would begin uh, raising his voice. And that was like, uh oh, for me, <laughs> you know, this didn't last very long because you already know. I packed it up, left him way over there in yonder Timbuktu. I kept it moving and that was the end. We didn't even get to go out on one single date and that was fine with me. Everyone needs to know their thresholds. For me, that's, you know, that's mine. And 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 use the experience of others. You don't have to go through something yourself. You can learn through the experience of your friends and families. You don't need to start from scratch. Well, number 14. This is number 14 out of 15 on things you must know before dating, getting back into the dating game. Be a little mean to them, says Miss Emma. Be a little mean to them, she says. Boy, I'm going to hear about it for this one right here. I'm just waiting for the text messages and the calls. Men, I apologize in advance. You know I love you, but... I've talked about this with a few women and by my standards now, it seems like this is some sort of law that most women aren't even aware of. So here's what a lot of women or a few, a handful of women that I spoke to are saying. Let me be honest. (laughs) They're saying, okay, don't be too nice. Men take it for granted. That's one. That, That was a pretty common one. Two, a woman who's too nice is a turnoff to a man. Mm -hmm. And the best one, The worse you treat them, the better they treat you. I said, what? (laughs) Now, Miss Emma said this last one. She said, the worse you treat them, the better they treat you. If you want them to treat you better, start treating them badly. I said, what? (laughs) Miss Emma was married, is married for over 40 years. And she's telling me that the worse you treat them, the better they treat you. And this is based on her 40 plus years experience with this man. So you see, I was quite intrigued by what I I was hearing. And, you know, I love girl talk. I, I really enjoyed that. So I was able to laugh and <laughs> chit chat. It sounds bad, but here she is sincerely telling me, and she was serious, sincerely telling me that I cannot be too nice to my man because he will treat me poorly. But if I treat him badly every now and then... <laughs> He'll treat me better. I said, you know something? I think I've noticed something similar in the past. That whenever I was upset, this one guy in particular, he would respond to me so much better. He was so much kinder, so much sweeter, almost as if he liked it when I was upset. And I said it to him. I'm like, you like to see me upset. You like to see me angry. It like gives you a kick. You get turned on by this. And he would just laugh and say, no, why would I be happy when you're upset but i don't know man miss emma may be onto something she may be onto something <laughs> i say treat people the way you want them to treat you but then there's also this um makeup and breakup thing or breakup and makeup thing where people enjoy the makeup part so maybe that's what's happening with miss emma who's still getting her groove on after 40 years of marriage shout out to you miss m i won't follow your instructions to a t but <laughs> For those who are interested in breakup and making up, listen to Miss Emma. Number 15, hashtag what soulmate? 
I'm saying shut down the idea that we only have one soulmate, that there's only one person we are meant to be with, one person with whom we can have a happy and fulfilled life. I'm saying shut that thought down right now. This thing can really, really stress you out without you even knowing it. It's a big problem. A big problem with this thinking is that the idea of scarcity The idea of a race against time, a race against opportunity is very present in your mind. And it puts this stress and pressure on you to make it work, driving ourselves crazy, trying to figure out if this guy is the one. And you miss out on just enjoying the experience of getting to know someone new and and quickly discarding them when it's not working and when you see that you're incompatible. With this pressure on, you tend to try to hold on to those things in hopes that they will work out and in hopes that this could be the one, the soulmate. Finding long-term lifelong love is a piece of your puzzle. It's a part of your equation. It isn't the entire equation. What I'd like listeners to take away from today's show is that although we get thrown into a lot of things prematurely or ill-prepared, it's really never too late to hear helpful things or or to let it be a reminder. Now, the top three items that I would say that you absolutely must take away, they are first, mass dating. Get to know multiple guys simultaneously. Don't listen to what people have to say about that. You're not a hoe. Two, action speaks louder than words. If his lips and body aren't saying the same thing, believe his actions. And number three, know his position on important issues that matter to you as well as to him. Ladies, despite the fact that women seem to outnumber men, doesn't mean you'll miss out on your lifelong partner, but it is a possibility. Now, knowing yourself and being able to assess the men you date to determine whether they are good for you, whether they're a good fit, That will go a long way in your happiness, whether it be finding something special with someone or closing the door on a nightmare that could happen by being mixed up with the wrong guy. Well, that's it for our show today. Thanks to each and every listener for winding down with us here at the Just Wine Podcast. I'm so glad you chose to spend the time tuning in. Look out for the next episode, which will be available for download next Wednesday. We do post episodes weekly. And if you're enjoying the podcast, let us know. Send an email to justwinepodcast at gmail.com or send a DM on Instagram. Better yet, leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Let others know what you like, what we're doing well. It's quick and easy and will be much appreciated by yours truly. If you haven't started following us on Instagram as yet, we're going to ask you to pause your flow for a minute. Check us out on IG and follow us there at Just Wine Podcast. Until next time, family, we'll see you soon. Bye for now.